Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Where to start with that one? God. Um, yeah, it, for that, for those watching on lip watching, listening on audio, I think uh, what you're doing there, JJ, with the um, sign of the cross is, is very well. Uh, well. I don't know. Don't even know what to say. I'm lost for words at the minute. After that, it was a pretty hectic end to the game, but we've come out of the city grounds with a two-one win, identical scoreline to what we got at the start of the season at home. And I've got to say, absolutely delighted with that win. Um, Really, really, really tough watch in the first half. Just struggling to get the ball anywhere near the net, let alone in it. But um, scored two great goals in the second half. Big three points away from home at a ground we've done very poorly at in uh, in, in times gone by. And back-to-back wins. How are you feeling about it, JJ? Oh, you know what? I, I get... I get so emotional through the game as per mate and people go on about my gray streak on this side here. I think it's going to be the whole side. I'm going to get two tone hair. I think after watching that uh, and we, and then we've got, I don't want to jump the gun, but we've got Liverpool ahead on Sunday. So that's going to be even more fun, isn't it, James? But no, we, I, I, I said to you, didn't I earlier when we were messaging each other about the show and I said, I think we'll scrape this one. And then we'll get a draw at the weekend. And yeah, I think we did scrape. If you look at it at the end, we made that a lot harder than it needed to be. But we scraped that. Uh, I mean, I was worried towards the end there, James, that we weren't going to do a podcast tonight. I did, I thought the ref had left his whistle behind or something in the room. I was like, how have you got seven and a half minutes out of that? And then the VAR review as well at the end. Oh, <laughs> yeah, what was that? What are you <laughs> looking for? Yeah. They need the Hubble to find something there, don't they? I'm like, what are you looking Any for? Any excuse, mate. Any exactly. excuse. Exactly. Exactly. I was like, normally if it's a team playing in red and white, you don't look at anything, but clearly Nottingham Forest, they like the, that's the red and white they enjoy, not the uh, London red and white, I think. But my word, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very happy with that win. And um, again, for our front line, which I think we're going to talk about a lot, mate, (laughs) they're still pulling, they have terrible games, but they're still pulling in the numbers, mate. They're still pulling numbers out. So good on them. Thank God for that. (laughs) 
funnily enough, as you mentioned, I mean, yeah, they are they are getting the numbers at the minute. But funnily enough, away from home, there's only been one goal from an Arsenal centre forward this season. And we're going to get onto the positives tonight, Jeez. but that's, that's, that's not good that's enough, a, is it? That's a, no, but that's a stat and a half. Even I didn't have that one in my locker, so well played. Well, you, you can thank friend of the show, Giles, for that. Okay. Um, and if he's wrong, I'm taking that from his Twitter account. So, Giles, <laughs> if you're listening, um, that's on you, mate. So, if I've got that wrong, it, it's him to blame, everyone, not me. He but might, yeah, he I mean, might get that account banned in a few days anyway. He's, he seems to have a new one every week. Or has he had oh, this yeah, one for well, a while now? Well, he's got to stop posting TNT highlights, hasn't he? Um, yeah, anyway. But yeah, I mean, that that was quite damning when I read that on Giles' Twitter to see that, you know, we've only had one goal away from home from an Arsenal centre-forward. Obviously, it's two now with Gabby Jesus getting another one. But it's just it's just a bit worrying. Um, you don't have a presence up front, really, do we? And I actually think, you know, that we're going to talk about all the intricacies of today's game. But I actually think, looking at the first half, this would have been a game for Kai Havertz playing in that forward row. I definitely wouldn't have been opposed to that. But, I mean, we're going to go on to talk about the performance of Gabby Jesus ending the game with a goal and an assist. I have to say, I was I was seething watching him before that. Just uh, everything he does is so good. Until James, the final if, if, if my WhatsApps got leaked, I would be getting battered right now, left, right and centre by people. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, I, I think I, I was, I, I was going, get him off. What? No, no, he, that one that he smashed against the bar, I was like, I'm done. Get yeah, him, get, it, get it's him funny on. you say that. When when he did that, I tweeted literally about a minute or two before he scored, this man just simply doesn't score goals. And yeah, I mean, maybe that was a sign of good fortune because he went on to score that goal afterwards. It seems like he only scores brilliant goals. I remember one he got against um, Sevilla or PSV in the Champions League as well, which was absolutely sublime. Going all the way back to the goal he scored when we beat Leicester 4-2 last season. Out of this world. He just can't do a simple tapping. You know, when he's got all the time in the world, all the goal to aim at, that's when he struggles. But when he's got, you know, to pull a rabbit out of a hat, he does it every single time. But look, really pleased for him tonight because he needed that goal. He needed that assist. He needs to be getting numbers. If he can have a big second half of the season, um, that's great. Same for Bakayo Saka. He he needed a goal tonight. He's not scored for a little while. I mean, obviously scored against Fulham, but not the most convincing of finishes this. Definitely a convincing goal. Could say the same for Martinelli last week, getting the two goals against Crystal Palace. I don't want to say, you know, we're, we're back on track, JJ, but it's, it's certainly feeling a lot better, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, um, at, at the moment, you just want to you just want to stay in the race for as long as we can, James. And to do that, you need to not drop any more points needlessly. And, you know, OK, people were saying that, you know, we didn't play extremely well versus Palace and we got two set piece goals and then obviously breakaways and everything else like that. But, you know, to beat a team five nil, regardless of how you do it. You can, I, can, I, I won't be moaning at that. And then today, like I said, made it harder work than it needed to be at the end. But we got it done, James, and that's all that matters. So, you know, if, if, I, if, if I said to you after Fulham that we're going to take seven points out of the next three, which I believe that we're going to do, you, you, you'd be happy with that, wouldn't you? So, I would, but I mean, look, we'll, we'll talk about Liverpool towards the end, but I can't help but feel like we've got to beat them now, don't we? You know, two wins on the spin. If we want to be serious about winning the league. I think you've got to beat Liverpool at home. You have I just, to. I, I just I just want everybody to beat them for the rest of the season, mate, to stop this loving. So, yeah. Well, fingers crossed that starts tomorrow. Need exactly. uh, Chelsea to do as a favour. Yeah. Which, uh, I never thought I'd hear myself saying, but come on, you blues. Um, 
oh god to wash my mouth out after that uh let's go right back to the start tonight mate um obviously really wanted to build on that win against crystal palace i wasn't expecting to see too much difference in terms of the lineup but I was really caught off guard when we saw our friend Mo Arsenal tweet the number 10, which gave us a little bit of an indication that Emil Smith-Rowe is going to be starting this game. And lo and behold, when the 11 came out, there he was, front and centre of the starting 11 graphic. So pleased for him because I didn't expect him to be starting games. Me and Merv did the preview for this match and we were talking about where is he going to get his minutes I didn't expect him to be starting games. I thought he would be, you know, getting minutes off the bench. And we were debating whether or not he's going to be getting minutes in games where we need to get a goal or whether it's just going to be minutes off the bench when the game's already won, like it was against Crystal Palace. But to see him thrown in, in a tough away game against Nottingham Forest, the game that ended our title challenge last season, put the nail in the coffin. I think it's a big statement from Arteta to start Smith Rowe. And, you know, he wasn't amazing tonight. But he was good. I certainly don't think he was any worse than, say, Kai Havertz was against Crystal Palace. No, no, he wasn't. And do you know what? It seemed like that they just, especially at the start, we've, I think there was a time where it was something like we had, um, was it 79% possession or something? It seems as though it's a bit, you know, it's, it's a bit more flowing. It's a bit quicker because he moves into those positions a lot quicker than Havertz does. You know, Havertz will want to receive it back to goal, whereas, you know, Smith rows frontwards. And yeah, I, I was really impressed. I the, the thing is, is I was worrying because just before he come off, you could see he was digging his foot into the ground a lot as if to be like, oh no. And his face was like, I've done something. I've done so- like I've, I've hurt myself. I've hurt myself. And when he, when he was being, when he, when he actually did come off, he looked relieved as if to be like, good. Cause I don't think I could have ran any more minutes here. So hopefully, hopefully he hasn't, um, you know, reoccurred anything or hurt himself with a new injury because he we, we all know what this player can do James there's there's others in this squad that are obviously Colney players that we've had the debates about time and time again and I've told you that for me they have no further ceiling what you've got now is the best they're going to be and it's and for me it's not good enough for this club but for me with Smith Rowe there's still that next he's still got another level that I believe he can go in and it's definitely in this position that he's played in tonight as well it's not it's not as a left you know left where Martinelli is or right where Saka is it's in this central midfield you know left eight position and um yeah I, I want to see him play there more I mean, I mean if he's fit um as much as I thought Havertz did a good job in that FA Cup game against Liverpool and in the league game at Anfield, at the start, when we were just pumping the ball long and they were dragging themselves out to deal with him and he was winning it and then playing it on, I thought that was a quite a good option to have. So as much as I would like to see him play against Liverpool, if he's fit, uh, I do think maybe he'll go back to, I think he'll go back to Havertz and maybe bring Smith-Rowe on. Yeah, I think he'll... He'll be inclined to do that. As I say, we'll, we'll do a little preview for Liverpool at the end. But um, he was just like someone's put in the comments. He was a he was a breath of fresh air from Graham Watkins, and yeah, completely agree with you, Graham. He certainly was because different profile to Habits, different player. I think a bit more elegant on the ball. With all due respect to Habits, he just glides with it a bit more, whereas Habits can have a tendency to look a little bit clunky, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. But with 
ESR. He's just so easy on the eye, so good to watch. And I think the frustrating thing for me tonight about his performance, no fault of his own, was that he was making so many runs, so much movement, but just wasn't seeing the ball enough. Players weren't finding him. I think there were a couple of moments where Zinchenko just threaded the ball through to him. And there was one particular pass from Zinchenko in that first half, which probably resulted in our best opening of the game, where Smith-Rowe put the ball through to Jesus. And it was a good clearance from the Forest defender. But he he needs to be found more. And I think the more he's in this team, the more the players around him will get to understand his runs. But that's only going to come with consistent performances. And I think the reason why Arteta looked at this game as one where he could throw him in was because we were going to have so much of the ball. Um, and again, it's why Zinchenko wasn't really a player we had to worry about too much time because we had so much of the ball. We had so much dominance. And on that note, mate, I wasn't expecting it to be this comfortable. Uh, I mean, obviously, the last 10, 15 minutes, it, it wasn't comfortable. We can see the goal and it gets a little bit hairy. But up until that point, it was just attack versus defense wasn't it we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will I become Senwa Saga Hellblade 2 Play it now with Game Pass. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Yeah, I mean, I mean um, they, 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 other than a few sort of breakaways, they just didn't want to play. They didn't want to play out. I, I, th- I think they go for that hole. And I've seen a lot of teams do it against Arsenal. And this has been set in from obviously the late Wenger era where it's like, right, give them as much of the ball as, you, as, you, as we can because they're just going to pass themselves to death and then we, we will literally, we'll spring them on the counter and score. And But they weren't even trying to, you know, they weren't trying to spring us on the counter. I mean, the only things that really concerned me was when they did get it to Gibbs White, because I think Gibbs White's a fantastic player, James. I mean, if they get the points deduction and they go down, he's someone I'd seriously consider looking at buying if he's available. I, 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 like, I like Gibbs White a lot. Um, but yeah, that, they just was so passive and I mean um even even their fans I I mean Amanda spoke about it before about how their atmosphere got to us previously but tonight I I could barely hear them over ours I mean I've always said Arsenal's got a fantastic away core anyway but couldn't hear them at all do you think that's because even when it was nil nil 
don't but, know. La- but last season, mate, I mean, the, the atmosphere was rocking at their place. Mm. And we all know why that was, because they needed to win that game to survive relegation. Yeah. At this point in the season, still lots of football to be played. Forest are definitely not comfortable by any stretch of the imagination. They still need to win games. And that's why they sacked Steve Cooper, because they need to ensure safety in the Premier League. But given that they had those recent wins against United at home, Newcastle away, two outstanding results for them, by the way. Do you think there's a sense of security almost that they're going to be okay? And maybe their fans just don't have that reason to to rally at the minute because you know there's not that much on the line in a game like this. Or does that sound absolutely absurd? No, no, I don't, I don't think it's absurd. But I just normally... You know how sometimes these teams try and, I wouldn't say create rivalries, but they try and make it a bigger thing than it is. I mean, the best example for me is Aston Villa at the moment. Ever since they went for that Smith Rowe transfer a couple of seasons before, what was it, before they got Buendia, they've tried to make something between us and them. What's happened yeah. to Buendia, by the way? Uh, he got a really, got him. He got a really bad ACL, didn't he, start of the season? Like, he got like a eight or nine month uh, Oh really god! Bad, really bad injury, like right. I think it might have been in preseason in America. You know when everyone was doing their ACLs yeah, in America. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think he was one of the ones that got done then. But yeah, it, it's just like I thought to myself, well, that they, they, they've got this whole Arsenal hatred thing that they're trying to create. So I thought they'd be on it tonight. You know, I thought that they'd get right, right underneath it. You know, under the lights, it's on the telly, and um, no, it just flat, completely flat. I, but I don't care. But I just thought, yeah, just weird. Interesting comment here from Rancid Pumpkin. Don't want to be the negative one, but I think we were poor. We only won thanks to Agent Turner. What do you make of that? <laughs> I, I don't think we were great by any means, but yeah, we got we got we got the job done. I don't I don't want to say it was Agent Turner. I think uh, I think we done enough there with our play at the end to justify the two goals. Like I said, there was only one team really trying to win it. It, it definitely weren't. It definitely weren't Nottingham Forest. Do you think there's something to be said for it always is going to be difficult when you're playing against a side that just doesn't want to come out of their own half? I mean, I can't think of anything Forrest did going forward in that first half. They yeah. they were just camped in their own side of the pitch. And it was just a case of, right, you come on to us, you break us down. And in the Premier League, against any level of opposition, unless you're playing a really bad side, like a really, really bad side, it's always going to be tough to break them down. I see a lot of people on... Twitter saying, you know, need to move the ball quicker, need to move, you know, be faster, quicker on our play. Completely agree. But you can't always do that unless you're getting the opposition to be drawn out. And if you're playing it around the back, playing it, you know, back to David Raya, if someone like Woods, you know, hasn't got any interest in pressing because he's focused on the defensive side, you're not going to get those gaps. You're not going to find that space. So although I do, I, I do agree. It's boring, but as much as Arsenal played a part in that, Nottingham Forest played an enormous part in that, didn't they? Yeah, oh, 100%. And, you know, I, I think if you look at it, the way that we've, we're approaching it as well is, especially first half, it was coming out to Zinchenko, who I, J- James again. I'm probably waiting to get flamed here. I thought he was. I thought he was our best player. I, he's he was excellent. Man, I thought he was man of the match for me, Zinchenko. I know, obviously, Jesus got the assist and got his goal, but I thought Zinchenko was fantastic tonight. Um, and it, it kept coming back out to him, 
and we were sort of pamming these crosses into the box to a five foot nine striker against everybody else who seems to be massive for Nottingham Forest. So it was only ever going to go one way. But Odegaard tonight for me, James, another one. Poor. Yeah, it's uh, funny. Uh, I, I wanted to talk about Odegaard because I um, think um, really he, he, he wasn't great against Palace, was he? But he just, just seems to be going for a very, very quiet patch at the moment. He just seems to be doing everything safe, James. And all of the, you know, three rain, the goal scoring, the flair that he had last season. I don't know if it's been beaten out of him through coaching or if there's just something with him at the moment that he just doesn't believe in himself compared to how he believed in himself before. But yeah, I tonight I I thought he was lucky to stay on for as long as he did. Well, he's he's not coming off, is he? No, well, he, he never he's comes one off. The, he's the most sub. He's one of the most sub captains, if not the most sub captain in the league. James is he? I, I, honestly, yeah. I, I I've never even realised that. Yeah, I, um, it never feels like he comes off. But I just there were times where, and I've seen it the last couple of games. I look at players and they make these great runs and they're in these good positions. Yet he will just always, always go to Saka. Yeah, Saka, it's, it's and Saka you, um, will only ever go back to him. Since um, you um, mentioned that, I remember yeah. when we did a podcast a couple of weeks ago, and you pointed that out, and I've never really thought about that before. But he always plays that inside pass. Yeah, to Saka, always. Yeah, and it's, since it's you mentioned, so, that, I can't stop looking at it. It's so obvious to read, and they do all this analysis. You know, if anything, it's uh, paralysis by analysis at Arsenal these days, and. Um, I don't. I just. I can't see how Mikel's not going to him. If you look at Martin, there was one in the first half where I think White had done the overlap. It had cut in. Saka tried to get through, and they brought it back out. And it was it was Odegaard there. And part of me's like, right, face up, do your shot because we know what Turner's like in goal. You either palm it out, we get a corner, or he might palm it out into somebody, or you might score. You know, we saw the Saka goal at the beginning of the season that he curled in from range. and But Martinelli is literally just to the left of him in such good space on his own. And he, he just went back out to Saka again, even though Saka's got like three or four men in front of him. Yeah, and what um... Martinelli had his hands in the air as if to be like, what possessed you to think he could get through four men? I've got none here whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, what, what I'm noticing with him is... He, it's not necessarily the safe pass. It seems to be the pass that is closest to him. If you look at whether it be Saka, Jesus, whoever it may be on that right-hand side with him, he's always looking to pass it between two defenders, just like a two-yard pass. And when, when it comes off, it looks brilliant. You know, sometimes he does it through to Ben White and it comes off, it looks great. But we are talking eye of the needle stuff. And he does it on a regular basis. And it's not always going to come off because it's such a, a technical, difficult thing to do. And this is what I actually liked about Smith Rowe tonight that was completely contrasting to Martin Odegaard's performance is that he's not just looking on his side of the pitch. He's trying to just see every option around him. He's scanning the pitch. He He's not, you know, worried about playing a pass completely, you know, to the other side, playing a quick diagonal rather than just looking for a guy, you know, whether it be Zinchenko or, or Martinelli. He's looking at all available options, but I feel like Erdogan's just a little bit limited in his thinking at the minute. And what really summed up his performance for me tonight was just that pot shot he had at the end, which just went absolutely wayward, went flying. But he seems to be getting in the positions that he was getting in last season, but he's just not shooting. But you could say that about a lot of players at the minute, can't you? Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's quite a few of them that um, aren't being as ruthless as they were last season. Yeah, 100%. 
With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I mean, it's, um, we're living up to that classic IT crowd statement. You know, problem with Arsenal is they always try to walk it in. Well, we did first half. We did first half. We certainly did. Um, it, it, it's kind of frustrating to know that we're playing that way um, rather than just having a shot at times. Look, I, lo- I love the, the, the way it looks when it comes off. When you pass the ball into the back of the net, you have a stunning sweeping move. It looks fantastic. Um, But when you just have a shot, sometimes you never know what can happen off the back of that. The keeper could parry it into danger. You could get a rebound. Um, Anything could happen. It could result in an own goal. And whilst we're trying to play this way, where we're just trying to walk it into the net, I do worry that it can come back to bite us on the backside at some point. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's like what um, you just said a minute ago. The game that we've got at the weekend, they're not going to have Chris Wood that's going to be trying to defend. You know, they they will Nunes, Jota, Gakpo, whatever one it will be, will be on Raya, Saliba, whoever it is that's going to try and bring it out. They're going to be swarming them, so they better wake up quick to it, James, and realise that. They ain't going to get the time and the luxury that they had tonight against Liverpool. No, funnily enough, though, I think um, Liverpool could be a good game for us because we need to play against the higher line. Uh, we, yes. we just we just need to have an opportunity yep. to play on the counter. True, true, true. Look at the second goal we scored. Look at the two goals we scored against Palace. When we don't have time to think about it, we create stuff so, so instinctively. We just quick couple of passes, balls in the back of the net. When, when we're going up against the opposition, when they've put so many men forward, that's when we're at our most dangerous. It's when we're trying to break teams down that have got zero interest in attacking. And I'm not trying to dig out Forrest for doing that. I, I don't blame him in the slightest for playing that way because just, just look at how quickly we can pounce on opposition when we do get the chance. But I do think coming up against Liverpool, where there should be a bit more space, I mean, look, that, that could go one of two ways. It could result in them getting a couple of quick goals. could result in us hitting them on the counter and getting a quick goal. But it will be a much differing game compared to this one. Um, but we're not getting on to Liverpool just yet. First half, nil-nil. It was um, frustrating. Positive signs. I think we'd had something like 
one shot on target. We might not have even had one, but it was yeah, yeah. it was the Jesus header at the end when uh, Turner tipped it over, weren't it? It was like right, right, just before mm. the whistle. Yeah, yeah, but again, it just leads. And back I mean, it, and, it, and it was going over anyway, but he still tipped it. Oh yeah, yeah but it's over, just yeah. we're, we're still just not having enough shots on target, are we? We're just not testing yeah. the opposition enough. I Off mean, possession is great, pretty football is great, but when you're not doing anything with the ball, it it doesn't matter, does it? Exactly. So going into the second half, a lot of pressure on us. I think had we not scored a couple of goals, you'd probably have had people up in arms after the game saying that's the league gone. Um, well, within their rights to, I think you've got to win this game if you've got aspirations to win the league. And given we were so dominant, to have not won this game would have been absolutely criminal. Um, but thankfully, we did get that goal through Gabby Jesus to make it 1-0. Shortly before that, though, brilliant move. And although we were criticising Erdegaard not so long ago, he did play a big part in this um, with a lovely little back heel. I can't quite remember who it was that played it through to Jesus. Was it Saka? Yeah. Yeah, Saka. And uh, all the space and time in the world hits the woodwork. <laughs> Um, at that point, I think, like you, I was uh, yeah pretty ready for him to come off at that point. Um, but then he goes and yeah, scores James, that goal. All, all he has to do is place that. I'm like, why have you gone? Why has he gone why, high? Yeah, like why have you let like the one against um, Spurs earlier in the season when yeah. Madison and he took it. I'm like, oh. why have you? I'm like, stop thrashing at things. Why do you have to remind me of that Spurs one? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't need to be you know taken oh, back in time to that. He does it so often. I'm like you don't have to. You don't have That's to deliver it. Yeah, I'm like you can. I've seen him place finishes. I know he's got. You know, we saw him place the, the one he did score. Like you said, that's a harder thing to do than the one that he missed. Yeah, but that goal he did score. Oh yeah, it was class. Yeah, absolutely class. class. But, but awful from Turner, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. But yeah. at the same point, I'm. I just he bat. He just baffles me. He baffles me that he can do the. He could do the difficult, but the simple, just not not got it in him. No, I, I still think, you know, even though he got the goal and assist tonight, it, I would have been interested to see how the game would have gone had we had Havertz lining up up top, because I feel like we needed a focal point this evening. We were putting so many crosses into the box and there's just no worthwhile reason to put the ball in the air when we've got Gabriel Jesus on the yeah. pitch. Absolutely none. You're better if, off putting it across the floor. If you're crossing to a five foot nine forward and a what five five seven Saka, what's the point? I'm going to take you back in time here, JJ. Do you remember about five, six, way more than five, but six, seven, maybe eight years ago, when we had um, our striking options were Olivier Giroud, Danny Welbeck, Alexi Sanchez, and Theo Walcott. And there was a period where we would play either Theo or Alexis up top. Yeah. And we would always cross the ball in. Always. Yeah. And you'd have either Giroud or Welbeck on the bench. And you're like, why are we doing this when we've got the focal points on the bench? That's what it feels like right now when we've got Havertz on the bench and we're crossing it into Gabriel Jesus, who's never going to win those headers. There was, there was later times as well with, weren't it? I think it was like early Arteta with Tierney. And Tierney would do about 15 crosses a game. I think Aubameyang only ever scored one header for us, didn't he? Yeah, which but is mad would, for a tall guy. Yeah, he would just pump like 15 crosses a game. And I'd just be like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? 
desperation i think sometimes just because we yeah. run out of ideas we get we get yeah. to the byline and then it's just like well what do we do now um you've got two nottingham forest players closing you down i've got to do something with it i'll, I'll put it in the box it'll go straight to turner it'll, it'll get headed away easily because the, yeah. the, com- the commentary were making out like that Montiel was maldini with the amount of headers and like oh he's oh, no, headed another one. Oh, he's head- i'm like well, t- it's not hard it's I'm like, <laughs> yeah i'm like it's it's not hard for him really i'm Look at who he's up against in the air. I'm like, he's not. It's not really a challenge, is it? And that brings us on to a question here from Ed Walters. Thank you for your comment, mate. Do you think Arsenal still need a number nine? We need two. We need two number nines. Very big statement, mate. So, do you not think Kai Havertz is a viable option to play in games like this? I I think he is, but he's not going to do it. So unless, think, unless, uh... unless, other pe- unless other people are hurt, he's not going to do it. For me, I'm with you, James. I think he's... as If you want someone that's completely different to Jesus, then yeah, you play Havertz. But if, if Jesus is injured and you want to have a player that replicates somewhat of what Jesus can do for us, out of all the other nines that we've got at the squad, Trossard's still better than Enketia at doing it. And Havertz are doing it. If you want, if you want like for, if you want somewhat like for like, Trossard is is just as good at doing what Jesus does for us. And on the topic of Trossard, um, Matthew Burnett, yeah, we will get to your comment, mate. Definitely. Yeah, oh, what uh, cameo? Tr- yeah, in that, I mean, he did everything right when he came on. I mean, there was one moment where he almost gave the ball away. And I think he did give it away, but thankfully it didn't lead to anything. But we're not going to look at the negatives because his ball retention when he came on, just skipping past players, holding on to it. That shot he had as well. My God, if that went in, that would have been a brilliant oh, goal. But yeah. I just liked um, when he got the ball and he beat about three or four players, you're kind of thinking, okay, pass it forwards. But then he would just pass it back. And you're like, okay, maybe that's that's probably the right thing to do. I mean, he just... Managed the game brilliantly when he came on. I really hope that Trossard, like Martinelli, is is getting back to his best because he's such need, a useful we player. Need him, we need him to. You know, we, we're still talking about. <laughs> we've just spoken there about wanting nines. We're not going to get one now. It's too late unless unless there's an absolute miracle tomorrow, which I don't think there's going to be. I mean, I mean, we can't even give Cedric away, James. So I doubt that we're going to be able to sign a nine. Um, I, I think you, you you need to get the best that you can get out of what you have. And yeah, we, we need Trossard back to the level that he was when we signed him last year. If we can get another 12 or so goals or an assist contributions again out of Trossard, like we did uh, last, last January, then yeah, it will be a huge lift for us. Interesting comment here from Russ Morgan on Trossard. Trossard has become a typecast as an Im- impact sub. I'm going to disagree with you because he started against Palace and played pretty well in that game. I think we're in quite a fortunate position where you can start either Martinelli or Trossard and whoever comes on is such a contrasting player that it just can cause havoc for the opposition. I don't think it's been as effective for us in recent weeks because both Martinelli and Trossard have been hideously out of form. But if they're fit, firing, scoring goals, providing assists, that's a nightmare for opposition. It just so happens that in recent weeks and months, it's not quite worked out that way because they've not been um, they've not been at their best. And we've got another comment here from Robert Stevens. Um, uh, our corners, yep, we have to be so much better against Liverpool. Funnily enough, um, we've scored the most goals from set pieces this season. 
Forest have conceded the most goals from set pieces this season. We had God knows how many corners. I did absolutely nothing with them, mate. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, no, um, they, they all just kept going into Turner's hands. And then we tried one, I think it was first half, where we went ultra long with it or deep with it, whatever way you want to call it. And that just was pointless as well. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, it wasn't, 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 uh, wasn't one of Jova's best days. No, it's frustrating after what was um, what was such a good set piece performance against Crystal Palace to, to not really follow up with any real threat in the penalty area in this game. But look, um, we we look a bit more solid defensively from set pieces at the minute. I think against Fulham and West Ham, that was a real worry. Um, but against Palace and Forest, yeah, although we haven't really conceded a lot of set pieces on the ones we have had to deal with, we've looked fairly assured. So hopefully that's um, that's going to be much improved from a defensive point of view. Um, but then we got the second goal, courtesy of Bukayo Saka. Again, brilliant counter-attacking move. Great goal, clinical from Bukayo Saka on his weaker foot which is actually quite a strong foot these days, um, to make it 2-0. And don't want to say the game was won at that point, but certainly I'm sure you shared with me a very big sigh of relief. Oh, yeah. And it was it was a lovely move again. And uh, like you said, another another brilliant finish. And I, I think that's him in double figures for the league now, isn't it? So that's that's massive to finally get. Yeah, and I still don't feel like he's playing that great. Which no, is, um, I, 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 I mean, the, the comment that's just come in from JH, uh, I, I agree with him. Yeah, I, I, it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, yeah. I, for those I, listening, uh, Jesus and Saka were poor, yeah. other than the goals. Yeah, sorry, I, I keep forgetting. Yeah, it's on audio as well. Yeah. Come on, mate. I mean, everyone wants to see our faces, but oh well, you on. know that's what that's what I think. But there we go. Um, but yeah, no, I I totally agree with him. I like I said, didn't think they had good games, but this is this is what this is what you want. Um, for me, if they're not playing well, but they're still getting their numbers in. I'll take it every day of the week. Yeah, but I do want to play well. That's the thing. I mean, because I, I, <laughs> I still think there's more. There's, there's more to come. I mean, if we can get them 
to the level they were last season where Saka was just undroppable. I mean, every single game, he was just really, really good. This season, it's kind of been the opposite. You can't drop him because he contributes with something at some point, but the performance all round isn't that amazing. I mean, I'd say he he delivered a six and a half, seven out of 10 today, but he, he gets a goal, you know, so it automatically makes it basically an eight out of 10 just because he's put the ball in the back of the net. Gabriel Jesus misses a guilt-edged chance, scores a brilliant goal. Really, really good assist for Saka's goal as well. Brilliant eye-the-needle pass and just bumps up his performance massively. Um, so, yeah, if we can do that and see the performances improve, we're going to be in a in a pretty sweet spot. But wasn't smooth sailing towards the end of the game. Um, they brought on Iwane. And I have to say, um, I've probably said his name wrong there, but I think he's a fantastic striker. You know, he scored a couple of goals against us um, in, in the past couple of games we've played against Forest. I know people are talking about Tony, Solanke. If we're looking to buy someone from within the Premier League at kind of a, I don't want to say a cut price because I don't think he'd be cheap, but he's a good option. You know, I'd much rather have him coming off the bench than Nketiah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like him. I really yeah. like him. Yeah, he's pacey. He uses his frame. He's so I mean, strong, isn't he? I mean, I, I saw a lot of people earlier in the chat blaming Sinchenko for the goal. For me, Saliba isn't strong enough. It is very rare that I'll dig Saliba out on anything. And it's also very rare that I've seen Saliba get out muscle. Well, he, he got done by Chris Wood in the first half as well. True, true. And I'm like, but he completely just bodied Saliba like he didn't exist, which is very, very rare. You know, this is a guy that twice this year, okay, you can say the Community Shield isn't a proper game. This is twi- twice this year, this guy shut out Haaland, who we all know how strong he is. And... uh but yeah, no, I, I like I like a Awoni, Awoni, whatever way you want to put it. <laughs> Is it Awoni? Well, they change. No, I, every, I every commentator calls him a different name, doesn't it? It's Awoni, I thought. I mean, I, Awoni sounds good. Sounds like a yeah. you know an off-brand pepper army. Yeah, but, but um, no, I like him. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, he, um, I think he got a bit fortunate with the goal in the sense of. He did absolutely get the better of sleep, but the way it just just fell off his uh, his calf into his path. Oh, yeah. oh I I die for us to get uh, a chance like that. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. I'd, yeah. Yeah. You think of like all, all of our tippy tapping around the box, um, and then for the to get an opportunity like that. I mean, it just just sums it all up, really. But um, bit of a bit of a scary, you know, last couple of minutes. Um, one of those ones where you look back on reflection and it, it probably feels a lot more nervy than it is. There was that. Actually, I did have a few half chances, to be honest. It wasn't quite that straightforward. But it was, um, yeah, good defending from us to see it out. I definitely think that Trossard performance helped. Jorginho coming on, that helped calm things down a little bit. And yeah, we saw Ray, it out. Raya made a really good claim he as did. well, didn't he? Yeah, he did, I was yeah. Like, oh, good, good man. Good man. Yeah, and he, I was, he I slowed was it down. for him when it, when it conceded. Because... Um, for me, he don't get he he, he doesn't get a lot of love, Raya. Um, that none, you know, what's happened isn't his fault, and um, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, he's not really done anything to adhere himself to Arsenal, and I've I've I thought to myself, well, has he has he really had the chance to? You know, if Arsenal put him out there like they've put Ramsdale out there, you know, okay, he's got to, you know, people have different personalities. Maybe he is. I'm just straight lace and foot. You know, he hasn't got that fun side like Ramsdale's got. And that might be why he's being picked and not, you know, Ramsdale. But I don't know. There's just part of me that sometimes I just think to myself, he's he's been treated unfairly a bit by our fans, Raya, uh, for, for no fault of his own. You know, the manager created this situation. And, uh, 
yeah, no, I, I back the guy. I, I do like him. I do like Ray. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, take, take away, he's obviously lost out on a clean sheet tonight, but it, it's been two good back-to-back performances for David Ray. Okay, he's not had a, a huge amount to do, but played a big part in one of the goals we scored against Crystal Palace, dealt with a lot of pressure very well this evening. I think slowly but surely, he's just becoming a bit more reassured and we're not um we're not talking about him as much which i think is a sign that yeah. he's he's silently doing his job I pretty think, well i think obviously next season we know uh we know yeah. what's going to happen in terms of the goalkeepers and maybe that maybe when he knows he is you know properly i am numero uno numero uno then uh well let's yeah. see who who we bring in then we'll probably end up signing david de Gea on a free well, I well I was back in a conquo, and then I watched him last night, and I thought, oh no, I've cursed you. So who I said it? I think you, I think you'll need another loan, my friend. So uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see yeah. what happens with someone like Carl Hine. I mean, he'll be the natural one to step up. But when did he last kick a football? I mean, it's oh well, he, he looked like he couldn't catch a cold when we played preseason, mate. So I wouldn't be playing yeah. him either. Interesting, interesting. Maybe we'll bring back a uh, Manuel Almunia. Let's see. Um, Premier League is shaping up. Interestingly tonight, um, as it stands, 93 minutes in, Newcastle 3-1 up against Aston Villa. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the league title because uh, we, we could have this discussion at the end of every single podcast. I'll be in it. Are we not in it? Um, we're certainly in it at the minute. Um, and it makes Sunday a very, very, very nicely poised game for us. Because if we win that, ooh, <laughs> it will get tasty. Um, but I mean, Villa, I don't want to say they're falling away. Um, Newcastle are a good size. but. Uh, it's starting to take shape a little bit more the Premier League for you now. Yeah, it normally always does, doesn't it? After January, you start you start to know what's happening, and uh, yeah, no, it's definitely definitely taking shape. I mean, I couldn't believe. Obviously, we're watching it over here on uh, TNT. Other channels are available. Other ways to watch are available. Just make sure you're doing it legally and above board. Um, and I, I couldn't believe it, James, when the goal notification. I was like, Fulham are four 0 up against. Uh, sorry, Luton are four 0 up against Brighton. I'm like, what is going on here? And then um, saw the highlights at half time. Have you seen Lukonga's assist, mate? Oh yes, I have. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, fair play. I'm, I mean, he's probably well, he, he's probably he not got up. he's probably not got a career for us. But I'm like, fair play. That's a lovely ball. No, that's a that's a Partey-esque ball. If yeah. I've ever seen it. Yeah. Um, if he can play consistently for Luton for the end of the season, I mean, he's like you said. I don't think he's got a future of Arsenal but he's definitely got a future in football in the Premier League I really hope he does because I like Sambi I think he's a really tidy player if he can just stay fit play week in week out for Luton hopefully he has a really good career at Arsenal at somewhere else but hopefully we can get a bit of money for him as well because that's what's uh, that's what's pretty important for us at the minute yes yes um, if we can get make any kind of money it'll be amazing it would be. And I'm sure we will. You know, he's, he's young enough. He's good enough to make some money on. So let's wait and see. But uh, yeah, let's not talk transfers because I think Mikel Arteta pretty much shut down any hope of us signing someone, which, you know, I think is what a lot of us were half-heartedly expecting. Um, and, I, I, you know, I'm not really too fussed about that. If you look at all the other teams around us, no one has signed anyone. <laughs> so it's been a very quiet January. I'm happy to keep the powder dry, spend it where we need to in the summer, get rid of a few players, bring some money in and hopefully just... Just do transfers patiently, properly, um, as they should be done. Uh, because we've had lots of stop gaps in the past that have just been, you know, very poor. 
i.e. Dennis Suarez. So let's not uh, let's not worry about going down you, that route. You say this, mate. You watch tomorrow Chelsea somehow get 40-odd mil for that bro, yeah. They'll sell Gallagher for 25 or 30 mil to Spurs and then they'll pull someone out that they'll pull someone out before deadline where everyone will go, oh, for God's sake, bloody Chelsea. You yeah, know probably it, get, you get a Bamiang back on loan from Marseille. They'll find something, mate. They'll they'll wriggle something. It's he can't not spend money, that geezer. He's a mentalist. He, he'll he'll do something, mate. Well, let's see. I keep forgetting it's deadline day tomorrow. I mean, that just sums up how how quiet this January transfer window has been. But um Well, for Arsenal fans, it's Wednesday, so don't worry about yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself. Enjoy your nine to five because uh, that's about as exciting as it's going to get. Um, Liverpool, next, mate, before I let you go. Big one on Sunday. Um, I mean, how, how are you feeling about it? I've got to say, now we've won this game, uh, there, there's so much riding on it now, isn't it? It feels like it's probably our, our biggest game of the season so far. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't disagree. And, uh, you know, I don't want to upset people again with how much I hate these lot. But, yeah, I can't abide them. So, especially now as well. The uh, the loving is too much for me. And, um, yeah, in May, I really do not want to be partaking in a Jurgen Klopp slash Scouse marathon of uh, love, mate. I'm not in the mood for it. So other teams need to get their house in order. So ideally, I would love Arsenal to do it, mate, and stop it. But if need be, then uh, I'd rather have Blue Moon and everything on instead. Oh, God, yeah. I think a horrible part of me thinks that City... You know, I'm not going to say come good because they, they've not exactly been horrendous this season. But we all know there's that inevitable run they're going to go on, which will happen at some point sooner rather than later. I still think they they would be my team to win the league. I hate to say it, but I just think uh, it, with De Bruyne, with Haaland back, um, if they get a clear run at it. I think that game of the Etihad, if we're still in with a chance of winning the league when we go there, that will be our biggest game in God knows how long since, well, probably since we went there last season. But if we get turned over, like I'm, I'm thinking too far ahead. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. Liverpool on Sunday got to win that game. I don't think a draw is good enough. If we we have aspirations to win this league, whilst Liverpool haven't got Trent, whilst they've not got Salah, although they'll probably both make a miraculous recovery going into that game. If we're able to get Partey back, I would have loved Partey to have started that game. But given that he wasn't in the team at all tonight, I think it's going to be a long shot to see him start against Liverpool. But if he does... And we see a midfield free of Partey, Rice, Erdegaard. Whew, I think we're um, we're in business. Do you think if he's fit, he goes straight back in? No, I think um, yeah, he, he, he had to be involved tonight to, to start against Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think he's still away ways from coming back anyway. But yeah, no, I think I think he'll be in the squad for Liverpool. I just don't think okay. he'll start. Fair um, enough. Yeah, well, I hope I hope he's back in the squad. I mean, yeah. it would be unusual, I think, for the club to announce that he's back. Yeah, and I I get why they've not brought him back for this game, 
you don't want to rush him given that this is probably his biggest injury in his Arsenal career. I mean, God knows he's had a lot of them, but this seems to be the most significant. He's been out for four months now. So they don't want to rush him. They want to take their time. And I think as part of that, they're not going to throw him in from the start against Liverpool. I think he'll probably get minutes in that game with the view to him then playing the games following on from that. But it makes it interesting now because we've seen Smith Rowe come in today. I think we we kind of know what the team is going to look like. But from a midfield point of view, how would you be shaping up going into that game? I I think he I think he'll bring Havertz back in. I think it'll be exactly the same as what we saw today. Uh, I know that worries a lot of people with Sinchenko playing at left back. But um, I don't think that Kivior he trusts no. he, he trusts enough to do it. it. It affects the way we play too much. And yeah. Zinchenko was was fantastic tonight. I know we're not going to have as much time on the ball, and I know yeah. with whoever it is that starts on the right for Liverpool, it'll be any one of Nunez, Diaz, Gakpo. I mean Jota. They all interlink. They all interchange anyway. So yeah, exactly. it's going to be a, it's going to be a torrid game for him defensively. But if he can do what he did tonight from an attacking point of view. He he could be really important in that game. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be the same. Other than uh, he'll swap Smith Rowe out for Havertz, and I I think he'll stick with um, Martin. There was a few that said he maybe he might go for Trossard, and I'm like, no, I think he'll stick for he'll stick with Martinelli. Martinelli likes Liverpool, doesn't he? He likes playing against. Well, them. he normally likes playing against Trent, but if it's not Trent, and it's this, is it Bradley, the new lad that, that he did really well when he come on from didn't he in the cup? He's Bradley. done well in every game for yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, well, I'm like, get him in foot races and we'll see. We'll see how he is. I'm like, come on, Martinelli. Absolutely. Um, before I let you go, mate, just an interesting point um, on Zinchenko. I mean, I think a lot of people were assuming when Tommy Yasu, when Timber is back, that Zinchenko is, is just going to be out of the team. He's not going to play. Um, I actually think based on tonight's performance, because we had so much of the ball when he was playing basically in midfield, there's a real case for him to be that left eight at, in, in some instances. And Arteta's never tried it at Arsenal. But do you think it's something that he maybe in the back of his mind was thinking about doing at the start of the season with Timber playing at left back as well? Oh, I'd love to say yes, James, but I don't know. I really I really don't know. I I think if if you've got a fit Timber and a fit Tommy Asu, I don't know how he gets in at left back. I really don't. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. If he starts yeah, uh, in midfield, yeah, well, well, this is this is it. Is that what he offers you defensively? Unlike, you know, we all know that Trent Alexander-Arnold is a frailty at the back. Uh, he's he's slightly improved on what he was last season, but he is still frail at the back. But he gets you double digits a season in assists. Zinchenko, he gets he get he he does well, but he's not a double digit man. And I just look at it and I think if Tommy Asu's fully fit and Timber's fully fit, he's not playing at left back. And then in terms of the left eight, I think he would slot in there really well. But you've got Havertz there, you've got Smith Rowe there, who he said that he's committed to giving more minutes to. So I don't know. I really, I really don't know. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'd love, just... to, I, I'd love to see him there, James. But then I think that you can pick really depending on the style of your fights. Like, you know, let's not Tommy Asu's re-signed a new contract recently, James, which I'm very, very happy about. I love Tommy Asu, especially this season. I think he's come on leaps and bounds and he looks like the player that he was when we first got him in. But let's, you know, let's not forget this guy has very serious injury issues as well. 
so does Sinchenko. It's not very often that Sinchenko can play every, you know, he's, he's, he can get a few injuries here and there. So again, it's, it's good to have as many different options as you can. Absolutely. And, and you know, you, the old cliche is you, you pick, your, you know, you pick your style to suit your fights and in games like today, you might go, okay, I can risk the aerial ability and the defensiveness of a Tomiyasu to go for the bit more flair and guile of a Zinchenko. So it's no problem having the options. It's just, um, yeah. When and how? Yes, there you go. Took the words out of my mouth. Well played. Well, we're such a good combination, aren't we, mate? (laughs) Um, Very last question from Robert Stevens. Is El Nini still the only player that's left in the squad from the Wenger era? I believe. I think you, he is, isn't he? You might know this better than me. Did, did Nelson ever play for Wenger? Brilliant shout! Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I, I was going to say it's either one. It's them two, isn't it? I yeah. can't think of any of the Nelson, other. Nelson, right wing back, and Nketiah. Ah, there you Nketiah, go. Nketiah, Nelson, El Nini. Yep, they yeah. all played under Wenger, and yeah, a twelve-year-old Raw Waters. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, mate. That's. I think that's pretty much it on the same old Arsenal podcast for tonight. Before I let you go, I've said that about five times now. I just can't get enough of you. Um, score prediction for Liverpool. Oh, sorry again. Sorry, chat. Gonna go one all. Okay. No, that's that's yeah. fair. I, I, look, I don't think that's negative. I, I think I that's, really, that's realistic. I, I want nothing more than to absolutely slap these up. You know, if we thrashed them one nil, I'll be the most ecstatic man going. But yeah, I, I just think I think a draw. Okay, okay, yeah. it's going to be an emotional game with the clock news. But I think we've got to use that to our advantage. Let Liverpool get emotional, bring them on to us, catch them on the break. That's where we play our best football at the minute. And um, yeah, I'm going for two nil. I actually think we could keep Liverpool at bay. Oh, so on, James. Uh, I know, I know, I'm Go feeling on, it. I'm feeling, I can't wait to be there on Sunday. It's going to be electric. Um, anyone going? Make sure you get behind the boys going to be a big atmosphere got to get got to get that win I think it'll be massive if we win that's when I'll properly start believing we could maybe properly start maybe believing we could win the league yeah that's a roundabout way of saying that um but look I'll leave it there mate thank you ever so much for joining me tonight to anyone in the chat uh make sure you check out um JJ on YouTube the James Johnston football channel follow him on Twitter LL cool James 91 um anything else you'd like to say before we depart mate just thank you. Thank you very much for having me on. Thank you to everybody in the chat. Have a, good rest, of the, have a good rest of the week and uh, get ready for Sunday. That's it. Yeah, it's always a good week when Arsenal win. Makes going into work tomorrow that little bit easier. Makes that 6am alarm in seven and a half hours for me. Just a, a tiny, well, not more bearable, but you know what I mean. It makes rolling out of bed a little bit more nice. Um, okay, so that's it from the same old Arsenal podcast. We will be back uh sunday evening post liverpool um hopefully i'm able to cram him some dinner before getting on the podcast and getting home let's see but we've got a tight ship to run 8 15 on sunday not too long after the final whistle when we get back from the emirates it'll be myself amanda and i think potentially chris coming back from his trip in the maldives he's a bit of a part-timer these days chris come on gotta pull your finger out mate um but that's that's it so from myself from JJ, from our fabulous sponsor, Ruth Beckart. Make sure you check her out on Twitter. Make sure you check out her Etsy shop. From all of us, from the same old Arsenal, we'll see you very soon, guys. See you later. Up the Arsenal. Bye-bye.
Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.